0: The history of our company which started hundred and forty years ago in cement business, very significant milestone. The business is in the good shape at the moment. It's a healthy asset. You've seen the, the quarter four full year result. It's actually in, in the good condition. And also that the recent sale of the Mark uh, product line is indicating that, uh, that uh, we have valuable assets in terms of technology and services as of, uh, belonging to cement business. We also are increasing our... Cost synergies uh, from uh, from uh, previous, and uh, we are now raising run rate cost synergies to 600 million. And reason for this one is that we are able to have a leaner organisation than early anticipated. So much of this synergies, hard synergies from uh, from uh, headcount savings and facilities. So. It's hard synergies, not soft synergies, what, what, we, are, what we are having there. And uh, we are confirming that we are reaching our guidance for full year 23, and also we are, we are giving out guidance for, for 24. Next slide. This is actually exactly what we said in the Capital Market Day, reasons for pure play. And now upon completion of the pure play, which means separation of mining and cement businesses operationally, and now from legal point of view, starting uh, January uh, 1st, we complete the separation. We are still continuing separating support functions in the first half of the year, but what we presented in the CMD, reasons for pure play, reasons for separation of two companies are still 100% valid. Next one. So, next steps uh, regarding uh, uh, looking at divestment options is that uh, we have a legal entity for cement in place, we have a new company structure, we continue separating some of the shared support functions, and that should be complete by middle of the year. We continue executing our strategy, what we presented in the CMD, and in very simple terms is service, product-centric business model, and focusing on transition in the cement industry. We have been de-risking the cement asset, and that is one of the reasons why the auto intake is down. So project risk has been brought down, and we have had a focus on quality of earnings also in cement business, value over volume. And uh, we are expecting a potential transaction to transpire at the earliest late 24, as typically it would take uh, nine to 12 months for the process. We are in a process of uh, selecting advisor for this process and then kicking off uh, the work uh, together with the advisor. And I'm handing over to Roland uh, to look at uh, uh, the
1: final update. <laughs> Thank you for that, Miku. So uh, yesterday we announced uh, our preliminary numbers for 23 and, and then also issued our 24 guidance. And uh, we, uh, we hope for your understanding that there will be a limit to how detailed we can go with the questions uh, as we will have uh, a lot more details when we announce our annual report uh, on February 21st. Uh, uh, this year so we're saving the best for last but if we just look at the uh, uh, stand back a bit and we took over mining uh, technologies the 1st of September 22 in the outset before knowing anything about the asset we estimated our synergies to uh, about six uh, and six seven weeks into uh, the ownership uh, period it became clear to us that the synergy potential was considerably higher And uh, the non-core activity segment was established, and we said that in the remaining mining business, there would be synergies for at least 560 million. And uh, we basically have concluded the full integration of mining technologies by the end of 23, and uh, happy to announce that uh, uh, total synergies uh, is now around uh, 600 million Danish kroner. So, about 200 million of those were harvested in 23, and uh, the remaining the remain 400 will be have, be having full year impact in 2024. Next slide, please. Uh, preliminary numbers for uh, uh, 23 unaudited uh, so, uh, a top line in mining of 17.1 versus guidance of around 17. Uh, our adjusted EBITDA margin ends of around 10, 10.8%. We guided a 10.5 to 11. Uh, the full year mining uh, result here will be adjusted for uh, 400 and, uh, uh, 408 million kroner uh, in integration costs. And this is a considerably smaller number than the 550 we uh, had initially uh, anticipated when we started out the year. For cement, uh, we guided around $6 billion and the revenue will uh, end at $6 billion. Our EBITDA margin for the full year would be uh, 6.7%, and uh, that margin, as we recall, includes a, an accounting gain from the sale of our filter media business in Q3 of about $100 million. So this is also in line with our uh, predictions. Non-core activities, uh, revenue of $950 million, we guided 900 to $1 billion. AND uh, WE WILL LOSE ABOUT 345 MILLION IN THE HIGHER END OF THE GUIDANCE RANGE, BUT THAT JUST REFLECTS THAT WE ARE EXECUTING uh, THAT SEGMENT uh, SLIGHTLY FASTER THAN WE HAD anticipated. IMPORTANT TO NOTE HERE THAT uh, WE HAVE GUIDED THAT WE WILL LOSE 1 BILLION IN TOTAL DURING THE EXIT PERIOD OF THAT uh, SEGMENT, AND uh, THAT NUMBER is, uh, IS STILL OUR BEST ESTIMATE. NEXT SLIDE, PLEASE. <coughs> Let's have a look at our 24 uh, guidance. This uh, guidance reflects our our ongoing transformation journey, especially in the mining business. Our mining revenue is estimated uh, to 16 to 17 billion. Um, We uh, estimate an adjusted EBITDA margin of 11.5 to 12.5%. In mining business, we will be calling out one-off costs of about 200 million Danish kroner. This is predominantly transformation costs uh, that goes to uh, changing our operating model into what we call a principal company model or what we internally call a core company program where we will place all our pro- uh, products, our technical specs, but also a large part of our supply chain in terms of uh, PO order flows and so on will run through that uh, platform and that will require some changes to our operating model and and. Uh, that is what we will spend the majority of the 200 million in, in one of course for in, in 2024. There will be a smaller ticket here also as part of the 200 for separation from uh, cement. Uh, cement uh, is here guided at uh, a top line of 4 to 4.5 billion and adjusted the beta margin of 5.5 uh, to 6.5. We recently announced that we have sold our uh, gearbox business, Mark, and uh, that business is uh, expected to close uh, during Q1, and that's included in the guidance, and that will leave a a relatively small uh, accounting gain uh, in Q1, expectedly. Now, in in Ibiza, we're also calling out 100 million in in, uh, one-off costs. Those $100 million is uh, partly for separation, uh, final separation activities uh, from from the mothership. It's also uh, sales readiness costs. And finally, uh, uh, a smaller ticket for, tra- for finalizing the transformation cement is currently finalizing their geographical footprint and the organizational structure that needs to fold uh, 100% in line with, with uh, plans. Then in 24 we will finalize our non-core activities and close that segment latest by the end of the year and we estimate a loss of 2 to 300 and that's basically the residual that uh, gives us uh, the 1 billion loss uh, during the course of the exit period and we recall that the exit period has been from Q4 22 until the end of uh, 2024 Yeah next slide please and then we will just give a little flavor on the development in our EBITDA margin in uh, mining. And yesterday we announced that our adjusted EBITA margin is 10.8% for full year 23. If we deduct the integration cost that we spent during the course of 23 of 481 million, approximately 3%, we will end at an EBITDA margin reported for the full year of 8%. Now moving into 2024... Uh, those 148 million is obviously not coming again so that's the 3% we are adding here in green additional cost synergies of 2.5% uh, which is the uh, uh, the extra 400 million in 2024 so total of 600 200 came in 23 400 extra in 24 2.5% then we are deducting a bit of inflation <coughs> inflation here is predominantly on the sg and base as all inflation on cost of goods sold are expected to be able to, to pass on. We have uh, also spent a bit of uh, the synergy savings here in reinforcing the commercial front end to, to support growth, especially in our PCV pumps business, but also certain parts of our consumables business, mill liners and others, where we are uh, stepping up the game. Then... The 200 million I discussed in the previous slides, 1.5% in transformation and separation costs, will give us an implied reported beta margin for 24 of 10 to 11%, and uh, deducting the transformation and separation costs of 200 million leaves us with the adjusted EBITDA margin guidance of 11.5 to 12.5%. This is fully in line with our plans that this is on the path to uh, delivering the long term targets in 2026 of a reported EBITDA margin of 13 uh, to 15 percent in mining. And with that, uh, next slide, please, I'll give it back to Miko. I'm very pleased about
0: uh, how fast we've been about the transformation. Uh, we are ahead of the plan, means that uh, transforming the company into focusing on quality of earnings during business model. Some of the monies, as, as Roland said earlier, that uh, what we are using this year is to make the operation model scalable, simple, that allows us to grow in the coming years without adding too much sg and And that requires a principal company model, that requires simple order flow that requires simplified ERP landscape. And that is a platform for future growth. Of course, there would have been choice not to spend the money, but then we wouldn't achieve sustainable uh, platform for long-term growth. So we are using some of that money there. And uh, at the same time, uh, while we are still transforming the company in 24, we are already now looking into how we can kickstart the growth in the areas that we want to grow. So we are, we are creating a platform for long-term growth in, in 24. whether it's a pumping business, whether it's a midliner business, whether it's a consumable business. Well, we are doing all that work in the background. We've seen profit, continued profitability improvement both in mining and cement. And that has been our, 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 our main focus in the company. And also de-risking the backlog of mining, de-risking backlog of the cement, so that there are healthy, high-quality backlog in both businesses. We've been increasing uh, sufficiency cost takeout mainly for the people. When the full-year result comes out, you will see significant reduction in, the head, in our headcount in uh, one year and a quarter. So it means that we will be mean and lean going forward in our operational model. We are looking at uh, options for cement divestment. Will be that we believe that the asset is high quality, and also sell of the mark product line is indicating that there's interest for that asset. It's a high quality asset in terms of uh, improved profitability, (laughs) reduced risk an ability to play green ticket in the cement market going forward. And we remain fully committed to long-term targets what we have, but we are committed to deliver those targets in a sustainable way, rather than not spend the money for transformation this year, we want to spend the money so that then we can deliver continued uh, result, good results in the coming years when we grow the business.
2: And then we go for the Q&A section, please. Thank you. We will now begin the question and answer session. To ask a question, you may press start, then 1 on your telephone keypad. If you're using a speakerphone, please pick up your handset before pressing the keys. To withdraw your question, please press start, then 2. We ask that in the interest of time, you please limit to one question at a time. If you would like to ask further questions, you may press Star One again to rejoin the queue. Your first question comes from Klaus Olmer from Nordia. Please go ahead.:
3: Thank you. yeah. Of course I will do one question. One I add just one regarding your margin bridge for 2024. So this one and a half percentage point uh, negative from and A cost deflation. If I do some uh, quick math, that, that indicates that you expect to see a 10% uh, cost inflation in the SDNA, in the mining division. That sounds a lot. So can you try to explain this negative uh, margin impact?
1: Uh, it's, not, it's not 10%. It's, uh, I think we are on, on a global level a bit more than 5% on our salaries on certain parts of our uh, admin also. So there may be a bit of overlap in what we do on our commercial uh, uh, investments and then in the uh, inflation adjustments. So those two may have to be seen together.
3: So can you explain that again? So it is a overlap between what, say?
1: Yeah. So we are adding uh, we are adding headcounts in the commercial front end, right? The one that we call uh, the one that we call commercial uh, ramp up. Right in the bridge. So those who will have to be seen because those people have flown in during Q3 and Q4.
3: But well, I guess you're not adding 5% more employees. So it sounds like you have taken, as always, the, the conservative, uh, you know, math when, when you calculated
1: that. The margin oh, we are, thank, thank you for that, Klaus. So no, we're pretty precise, and also these percentages are, of course, rounded numbers, right?
3: Okay, if only one question, that will be it. Thanks.
2: Thank you. Your next question comes from Kasper Blom from Danske Bank. Please go ahead.
4: Thank you. Um, just a question on the development within cement in, in Q4. Um, on, on my numbers, it looks as if the uh, cement margin comes in rather strong here in Q4 compared to uh, to, to, uh, to Q1 and Q2 in, in 2023, probably an EBITDA margin up towards the, the, the 7%. Could you explain if there's any uh, non-recurring things, extraordinary items or anything in, in cement in Q4? Thank you.
1: Uh, uh, thank you for that. So, there's a few adjusting items, uh, year-end uh, items, and uh, the 7.4 is, is not a run rate number. We'll add a bit more flavor on that when we uh, when we announce the annual report. So, it's, it's not a run rate number.
4: Okay, and you can't give any details to what it is that is affecting it?
1: Yeah, so we have had uh, some restructuring during the course of the year, and that means when we end the year, right, and most activities have been concluded, there's a few uh, provisions that would have been released and so on, but these are sort of non-recurring year-end adjustments. We'll give a bit more flavor when we announce the annual report.
2: Okay. Thanks a lot, Roland. Thank you. Once again, if you wish to ask a question, please press star, then one. Your next question comes from Kell from New Credit. Please go ahead.
4: Yeah, good morning. Uh, Also a question related to uh, the cement business. I'm a bit surprised about the guidance or margin guidance for cement in 24. And uh, yeah, to be honest, I'm surprised on the upside. Um, You're guiding for an an adjusted margin of five and a half to six and a half, even though your top line uh, more or less uh, collapses. So, so what's behind this uh, very strong uh, margin guidance? Is there any, is there any impact from the divestments here in 24? Or yeah, just uh, a few thoughts on the, on that.
0: So, so we are we are still expecting the service business to to develop positively, and and uh, you've seen the decline in the service order intake in in uh, 23, and that has been dominantly from upgrades and retrofits, which is kind of project type of a. Uh, Service business in that same category, but now the underlying service business going forward is about spare parts and professional services, which means that it's uh, uh, higher profit and lower risk. And of course, we see less uh, large orders coming in uh, for the for the for the kind of capital business, because in capital business we are becoming. Um, uh, product uh, centric instead of project centric so you see actually going forward uh, hopefully then the mix will will play in, into into the kind of profitability as well and and uh, we are expecting that uh, uh, the service business will will be uh, stable with uh, the with high profitability so that that will also uh, improve it and of course we're taking uh, uh cost actions For the SGNA of the cement business, which a big part has been already done, but it's ongoing throughout the year still. So we are still looking at support functions, overlap of the support functions between mining and cement. So the SGNA cost continues to go out, and and we are expecting uh, uh, service business to stabilize, stabilize it at a good level Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, uh, kind of margin.
4: Okay, but just to be clear, there, there's not any uh, uh, one-offs related to uh, to divestments included in the uh, adjusted EBITDA margin for
1: 24. So, so there's a very small accounting gain from uh, from Mark, but that's not driving the margin. It is as uh, as Miko said, pruning pruning uh, of that of the service portfolio, and then the fact that we are now de-risking the cement business significantly and and the projects are, are, are fading out, and we'll be focused on selling products that supports our service business.
4: Okay. Great. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Your next question comes from Christian Hinderaka from Goldman Sachs. Please go ahead.
4: Thank you for the question. I just wanted to ask about the, I guess, the timing of, of the exit. We, we know that this has been on, on track for a little while, and, and I guess also, in, and maybe you can't comment, but whether you have an indication on potential suitors in terms of uh, the nature of who might buy the business. If you look at the full year 24 guidance for EBITDA, for example... It you know, looks like cement profitability is going to be down by more than a third in, in 2024. appreciate that's about the de risking uh, approach that you've taken and, and the margin improvement strategy. But just want to think about the dynamics of why now and, and whether that's driven by um, potential appetite that, that you've seen already from, from potential suitors. Thank you.
0: So, so we are just we are starting the process. We haven't uh, formally appointed advisor yet. We are in, the, in that process. So we are, we are at the start of the process. Of course, internally, we've done preparation for the, for the potential sell of the asset by the pure play strategy, separating the businesses, also having separate legal entities. So, so we, we can't comment on any potential buyers for the business, but uh, it has been conscious decision to de-risk the whole business because the issue in the past in cement has been project risk and also losses realized as, as uh through those project risks and and and, and we believe that it's a, it's a high quality asset now uh with eccentricity selling products to projects and not undertaking project risk and also focusing on services so so we believe that uh, what is interesting for potential buyer is basically technology in other words, products, R&D, what we've done for the for the green transition, and then ongoing service business. We felt that uh, having lots of product volume there would be rather negative for the asset than positive. So, so that that's why you have seen the. Uh, the volume going down quite a bit in the order intake. That has been... Co- uh, the market hasn't been great, but also more than the market, it has been our, our own conscious decision to focus on technology and services.
2: Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Once again, if you wish to ask a question, please press star, then one. We'll now pause a moment to allow for any final questions. The next question comes from Debashish Chand from Society General. Please go ahead.
4: Hi. Good morning. Uh, I had just one question on the mining outlook. So, if you could just give a bit more color on uh, uh, both the product business and the service business. Uh, I understand uh, about uh, the software demand environment for business, but if you could just give some color on how much we could expect uh, business to be soft in 2024 and how do you see the service business uh strength in 2024 is it still kind of robust or do you see some weakness creeping in that business as well thank you
0: so i think uh we are very much uh, seeing the market as we started indicating actually already six months ago that that uh it's a bit more quiet in the in the in the in the, in the mining market and and uh, but still if you look at the resiliency of the certain commodities where we are strong uh copper and gold which is uh, where we have our biggest exposure so are doing pretty okay last year the copper price was up a bit the uh, gold price was was kind of uh doing well as well so i think those are the two biggest commodities and then we are less uh uh impacted by lithium and that type of activity so it's mainly copper and gold market but what we saw that uh, some of the mining companies started optimizing the kind of uh, near-term result and, and therefore constraining some spending on, on, but we haven't, uh, so, so from our point of view, the, the uh, producers are running almost full capacity. So, uh, so in that sense, uh, we, we are not concerned. So what we see is that uh, the service market is stable, what we indicated six months ago and then a quarter ago. And then uh, we're expecting uh, it to be good. So a good profitability, stable market for service, where there has been timing uh, 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 issues has been more the products market and and, uh, what we saw some of the orders that we were possibly getting fourth quarter we saw coming in now in the first quarter HPCR orders from South America we were expecting to get that the last uh, kind of uh, in the fourth quarter but then it was spawned till till the first quarter so we we see some of the kind of large uh, capex decisions by customers uh, moving a fair bit. But quite often it's not only the market it's also the the still the li- good old licensing issues what there is in many countries uh, impacting equally much so timing timing is more difficult to predict for for products for capital orders but service market remaining i would say at the same level as it has been uh, for the for the re- kind of latter part of last year so it's, it's it's good market for us and at the same time uh, you need to remember that we are also, exiting basic labor means that uh, it, it does—it's not a big number what we do there, but still we are exiting basic labor services, which is uh, which is uh, not really generating any any profit for us. So there's a slight mix impact still in the in in our numbers. It's not a big number the basic labor services, but still we are we are in the process of exiting that. Thank
2: you. Thank you. We have a follow-up question from Klaus Kell from New Credit. Please go ahead.
4: Yeah, hello. Uh, Just a follow-up question related to uh, cement again. Um, What's the book value of of the um, cement business um, as of today?
1: Uh, So that's a good question. Uh, That that we're not disclosing today.
4: (laughs) Okay, but what if I did the the math on Q3 or... End of uh, 22.
1: But if if you look at our balance sheet, there's next to no goodwill related to uh, to cement business. So so I think we'll have to dwell on that at a, at a later stage.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: Uh, welcome.
2: Thank you. We have a follow up question from Klaus Alma from Nordia. Please go ahead.
3: Also a question regarding cement. Um, where in the world do you think the most likely buyer will, will come from? And do you expect it to do in one go divestment or would it be more pieces?
0: So, so our aim is to sell it as uh, as a one entity because it's uh, uh, why we sold, uh, for example, Mark separately, the, the gear business, because gear business is a product business for all industries, so from a logic point of view, that's a kind of different type of asset. But if I look at uh, remaining assets, they are dominantly uh, focused on, on on cement, so they go well together. So uh, from our so our assignment to our advisor and what we try to do is to sell it as as a, a one full entity. It's it's much cleaner and and uh, better for us, and and we believe that uh, the kind of some of the parts would be beneficial also for the owner. And and, uh, you ask about potential uh, uh, buyers. Uh, We, of course, are starting the process. So I think uh, I believe that there's a a potential interest both by uh, industrial buyers and and, and from uh, kind of financial entities. And and of course, that would then impact then... uh, the potential of closing of the deal, whether it's industrial buyer or, or financial sponsor, so I, I, we are expecting interest from
3: both. But if you compare to the Tysen Group cement division, you know, was it a few years back where it ended up not being sold, and I know there's you know a big difference between uh, FLS and, and, and them. Do you think there's a, a five potential bias, a ten percent potential bias? You know, what is the, yeah, uh, the potential number of, of invested
0: parties. I, I, I can, can speculate on that one, but we are, signi- we are talking about significantly different asset of Group. It was huge exposure to risky projects, so that uh, that's why been, we've been de-risking the cement business already for a while because uh, uh, the asset can be called toxic if you have a huge project risks in the books. And that's why we've been uh, managing the risk down a lot in cement, so we believe that is uh, a good asset from risk point of view that that uh, I think that uh, deterred uh, the buyers from uh, from uh, the other company that the risk and I think our risk profile is is quite low and we have a healthy ongoing se- uh, service business which can can grow in the coming years and and we have a number of good products that are selling. Not through the project, but are competitive on product-to-product basis. So, so we believe that our asset is totally different from the from the kind of a TK cement asset. Are, I would say that's totally different.
3: And then, do you think it's a five or ten or you know, how many? You know, likely in your view, potential buyers should be out there at the right price. Mm.
0: Uh, We don't know, actually, because we are starting the process.
3: Fair enough. Thanks.
0: Thanks.
2: Thank you. This concludes our question and answer session. I would like to turn the conference back over to Mr. Cato for any closing remarks.
0: I'd like to highlight that it's a very significant milestone uh, for FL Smith. Uh, The company started in cement. and And there are lots of uh, heritage in that part of the business and, and um, what we've done for the cement uh, asset and business over the last year and a half we made it healthy it is really good asset uh good products, and we are now able to stabilize the service we've improved profitability of the of the of the business so it's 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 really good business. And the reason for selling that is exactly what we indicated in, in Capital Market Day, that the pure strategy, mining, needs to be successful in its own right, same for cement. And, and in mining, we are turning into growth mode in a bit. Once we are clean, mining entity is all about growth. And now we are creating foundation for the transformational activities uh, to be a platform for long-term growth in mining. And then, then uh, uh, cement being successful under the new ownership. Thank you for your time, and, and uh, I look forward to talking to you in in, uh, in uh, when we announce the full year result, and then we can then discuss about the details.